Hey, welcome back to Movie Issues. I'm your host, Leland, here with Spooky. What up, kids? It's 4th of July. Yes! America! Come into America! How are you spending your 4th of July? Fireworks. Blowing shit up. <laughs> Hamburgers. Fire your guns into the air. This ain't the South, son. Because you have no sense of responsibility that those bullets are going to come back down and possibly hurt somebody. Roadhouse. <laughs> you saying? I can't let it go. Yeah, no, that's true. It's true. <laughs> Guess we got to do Roadhouse for <laughs> just for me to, to let it go. Just to finally get it out of your system? <laughs> Yes, I hope you're enjoying whatever it is you're doing today. Eating hot dogs, getting fat, drinking, watching shit blow up. Yeah. Watching ID4, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the national pastimes. <laughs> it's a shame there's no football on 4th of July. There isn't? No. We're, out of, we're not in the football season. World soccer? Um, if it's still Tennis? going on. Is there anything going on at the Baseball is always going on. It's fucking hot, man. No one wants to do anything in July. Baseball is going on, and that is air quote America's pastime is it not anymore it was until we created football really yeah oh is is football now America's pastime unofficially but because, they don't but they don't give it that mantle no because so then baseball, I guess yeah. baseball's still America's pastime fuck that I'm just saying baseball is slow and boring I, I'm not the guy to talk this conversation with well then right? good then you have no stance for uh, argument and that thusly I win automatically Baseball's oh, okay. If that's where you want to, I'd rather watch baseball than football. Really? Yeah. So dull. I don't like football. But at least there's constant action in football. I, you know, this, I guess because I understand what's happening in baseball. You could understand football. It's not that. It's not like hockey. It's, it's a lot. Hockey, I get though. Hockey's kind of confusing to me. I like hockey. It's always hoping for blood on the ice, man. I I never know what offsides means and. I never know what's the difference between a high sticking and just holding a stick high. Oh, who gives a fuck? As long as the pucksman movement and people are getting beat up, I don't give a shit. Like NASCAR. Okay, that's boring as all hell to me. <laughs> One, I don't like cars. And two, it's just going in a fucking circle. Look, if the cars aren't tucking, I have no interest <laughs> in it. <laughs> Nobody celebrates the, the, uh, the birth of America. More than uh, than the than the NASCAR Southerners, I don't. I disagree with that statement. Yeah. I do. You think you think because they seceded. So clearly, not all in New America down there. <laughs> but they seceded for a different America. Yeah, the racist America. <laughs> the America you, you can talk to me until you're blue in the face about what the real reason was. Yeah, slavery. The the America <laughs> that didn't want to work and wanted to have free labor. Yeah, the lazy America. Hmm. <laughs> Who really won, Leland? <laughs> Who? Who's doing all the hard work now? Minorities. Oh, I think that's an unfair joke. <laughs> mm. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I was like, I have nothing funny here, so we're just gonna. I made a poignant uh, statement. I think you're still on a racist soap opera. Soap, soap opera. From I think, last week, from last soap opera soapbox. I think it's time for you. Come back down. For, for my evil twin to take my place? <laughs> Get for you. me to go into a coma? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, celebrate 4th of July. Well, I don't... I, I'm, I'm not a big 4th of July person, per se. Like, 
like a barbecue's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, watching the fireworks is fine. If you can, if I can see them from my backyard, which I can, fortunately, so I don't yeah. have to leave my home yeah. and get stuck in traffic and deal with people. I'm I'm okay. You just um, climb up on your roof. Yeah, like I, I like doing that. I don't necessarily need to go anywhere per mm-hmm. se to. To, to, to have that kind of fun. Um, True, but um, the country is really taking it as a reason to have a good barbecue. Not just a couple of friends, you know, come over, you make some burgers and hot dogs and whatnot. You go all out for your 4th of July barbecue. I get it. Yeah. So it's it's like top-notch everything. No, no, I hear you. I, I just... I can't wait for just fucking hot dogs and delicious I, I don't, burgers. I don't... And... Oh, you have some place to go. <laughs> I'm going to find a place to go. I just, I don't care. I'm sure my dad will be doing something. Uh, I, I feel the same way about New Year's Eve. It's, it's not... These two. These are two holidays are basically around eating and drinking. And I don't care to be around people who really like to eat and drink. Well, they have. To the point where they're those people. They, I, I'm okay. They I, had reasons... And, and, and importance at one time. Yeah, but I'm but, not discussing those one times. I'm now talking today. But currently, <laughs> uh, it may be a little more party and a little less uh, the, the birth of a nation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think patriotism is it's a dying it's, art. It honestly is. It is a dying art. Yeah. You that's, know, we need to have honestly, a war. Oh. That's honestly why I really oh. enjoy Captain America. Yeah, I felt patriotism. Like the, the, the first one. Well, I love anything with World War II. I feel, look, you put on Cap and Band of Brothers, <laughs> you are the most patriot yeah, motherfucker in the world. Band of, Band of Brothers makes you want to kill yourself half the time. What? Only in those two episodes. <laughs> it's always sucky. It's, it's about struggle of life, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, war sucks. Yeah. And that's what that showed us. They paid the way in blood. For you and me to sit here once a week and complain and, bitch. <laughs> and complain about our first world problems. Yes, that's so. Pour out a little beer. They can have a little bit of my Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pour a little Starbucks out, but only a little because this shit's expensive. Yeah. Well, you know, um, we had not as many Fourth of July choices as you may one think. Um, that you can uh, podcast about. Yeah, we're not going to podcast about Born on Fourth of July. That's not fun. No. Yankee Doodle Dandy. I'm sure Music Man, hilarious mm. to talk about. The Shapoopy scene alone. I could, you know what? No, Family Guy pretty much summed it up. There you go. Shapoopy. Um, what's the, um, what's the, Mr. Goes to, Hol- goes to Washington? Mr. Smith Goes Mr. to Washington. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Good movie. Not mm. fun. Mm. Uh, yes. You're we all are, thinking it. We are an entertainment podcast. We could have watched Independence Day, but frankly... And I would have. I don't want to watch ID4 but anymore. he doesn't want to. <laughs> I'm not going to force him. I've watched it Last every, year. Every, every 4th of July since it came out. I'm a little, I'm a little over it but at you this know what? point. We can have a new tradition now that will last this year and next year. Yeah. National treasure. Mm, isn't it? <laughs> Starring America's national treasure. Mm. The gift that keeps on giving the Nicolas Cage. Mm. Not National Treasure 2. Yet. Yet. Gotta work up to... Next you, year, guys. You gotta work up to something so magnificent. Yeah. Uh, National Treasure, Nicolas Cage, you know, the, it's a simple uh, action it's family about, adventure. It's where, about a boy in his treasure map. It's a lot like Goonies set 30 years later. 
it is actually a lot like Goonies. Oh, he just kind of broke my brain. Later. I was like, holy shit. I was like, does that mean Goonies 2, they're going to be searching for Mason works? Oh my god. The... <laughs> Can I just say that Goonies 2 sounds like a terrible idea? You've known me a long time. I love Goonies with all my heart. Like, I it's am true. in my mind a fucking Goonie it's to true. the end of my dying day. Unfortunately, as a fan of Goonies, you know what? Let it go. It's been multiple decades. Yeah. It would be... Everyone is in their 40s to early 50s. You know what? I don't want to see old Samwise and Corey Feldman running around. I honestly don't. You want to see Jonah Hex and and, and The Hobbit and... and, uh, Let's see. Corey Feldman. Lost Boy. Lost Boy? No. And, um, no, that's it. Everybody else is not an yeah, actor. Yeah, no one else did anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Martha Plimpton, but I, even she's probably not going to come back. Look, it's just a terrible idea. Would, I don't would, care that Richard Donner and Spielberg think they've got a really them. good idea. And you know it's going to be about their kids. Yeah, I don't want to see them do it no. in their 40s. I don't want to see their kids do it. No, it won't not be the at same. all. It's like Ghostbusters 3. I don't... Why? You know what? If you should have made it in, like, the 90s, when it should have been made... Now that you're 35 years later, by the way, 35 years this year. I don't fucking need no 30 years because I'm older than this. <laughs> I'm older than Keep Ghostbusters. <laughs> Math is hard, yeah. but I don't. And we lost Egon. Yeah, why would you? Why would Dan Aykroyd think it's acceptable now to do it without Egon? I was honestly that's offensive. Uh, yeah, to I me. was honestly offended when he said that they were still going to try and keep. Going. I was like, what do you? What do you mean? Like you you know the plot thinking? originally was. Uh, Bill Murray's character is already dead. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be in it. So yeah. they're going to kill him. I was like, so you're going to fake kill the one guy everybody wants in the movie, and then the real guy that we would like in the movie dies, and you're like, oh, we'll just work around it? Yeah. You know what, Aykroyd? Shut the fuck up. You're done. Go be a dad in movies, because that's the role you've now been relegated to. That's it. That's that's my soapbox. Go, go take Leave a, Goonies and Ghostbusters alone. Now, I'm not going to get all crazy like, they ruined my childhood, because frankly, they're not. I still have those movies. I can put them on yeah. at any time. Same with the originals. I'm, I can put those on and still have fun. I don't need to. They raped me. No, no one raped me. I'm a big boy, and I can understand what happens. I don't have to watch it. Look, there you go, nerds. I just solved your problem. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's spooky with your Transformers bullshit from last week? You know what? Just don't watch it. There you go. I've solved your problem. Anyway, uh, National Treasure. Um, so you got Nick Cage, who is a treasure seeker. He is Indiana Jones. He thinks he's Indiana Jones. There you go. That'll work for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I, this is kind of like Indiana Jones, but totally not. But but if not good. If Elvis was Indiana Jones. Oh. Just like yeah. just like if Elvis was a demon hunting motorcycle riding flaming headed monster um like 3000 miles to Graceland. <laughs> just essentially Was that him? Yeah, he's Kate no, Cage, no. Russell, Christian Slater, Don Cheadle. They were I don't all think Elvis. Is it Kevin Costner? Costner, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? To me, interchangeable. Really? In some roles, totally. Mm. I mean, granted, I don't think that Cage would build it and they would come, but I do see Costner down Cage, um, Cage's uh, pocket stuff. Cage's pocket, you know, he wants to be pocket. He oh is pocket. He made himself pocket because <laughs> he named his kid Kalel. Oh my God, Nicholas Cage! <laughs> you walking bag of bonkers. <laughs> 
But he plays this um, this character that is obsessed with the uh, Masons, that have the history. The, the, and the Freemasons. There you go. The, I was like, you know, the guy named Mason. The, the, the conspiracies <laughs> of, of early America. Uh, the All the shit fathers. that is... Here's the thing about this Because his granddad once told him a story. <laughs> bonkers. Granddad bonkers. Yeah. Um, it is very funny, though. You, you, you hear their reasonings behind the stuff they say in the movie. And then you look at the dollar bill and you're like... Is, Why is, is there a pyramid there, there? Is there merit to this we story? Don't build pyramids here. <laughs> I was like, is there truth to this? It's kind of like when I watched the Da Vinci Code. I'm like, they're oh. making a very valid argument here that I have no reason to poo-poo on. <laughs> like, am I the last scion? Chris Rock going to come to you and put you on a mission? <laughs> oh, he'd be pissed. I owe him money. But <laughs> the... But you got Nicholas Cage is doing. He, but the bottom line is they're searching for the greatest treasure in yes the uh, world has ever known. The, the whole plot revolves around um, a treasure stolen from some Egyptian king, which was then owned by Alexander the Great, and then when Alexander's um, empire fell, those two compounded treasures was then taken to Europe, which was then added to another treasure. Like all these ruling. Um, Empires, all their treasures just kept building and building uh, until the Freemasons got a hold of it, and uh, having the wisdom to to say this is too much uh, wealth for any any one person to have, so we are gonna hide it. And through, and the only way to find it is through elaborate clues oh and, and, and and traps. Yes, <laughs> which really, I guess, as long as you have. Uh, Eighth grade social studies uh, education. I disagree. Like. I didn't know half the shit they were talking about, uh, and I love history. <laughs> I don't know. I was really look. I'm a product of of, of the real schools, public school <laughs> system. I didn't learn half the shit they talked about. You were I learned. Behind. I learned more from World War II movies on the History Channel than I ever learned at school. Man, That's there's, sad there's for me. I get irritated. teach you in school, though. But I really think they should teach you some more than they are. No, like, look, I remember World War I was like a blip. It was like three pages. It's true. Like, it's hey, true. remember this war? Not, it was really important, but you don't need to know why. Not much going on. <laughs> like, it lasted quite a long time. Yeah. It ruined us. But, I don't know, it's... I just question the, the 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 wisdom of hiding clues and thusly spoilers treasure. Well, inside that's because this is of, a movie. Inside of uh, national monuments. <laughs> all right, then all right, fine. Someone would probably say, "Well, they're not a national monument at the time. They became national monuments, and you know, national treasures." Whatever, um, but you you got Nicolas Cage and Justin Bartha, and they are teamed up with uh, Sean Bean, who is the villain again. And doesn't die. <laughs> he died in prison. Well, maybe. he got shipped in the shower for being a dick. <laughs> Not for any any real reason. He just sassy comeback someone when they didn't like it. <laughs> a lot of dickery going on in this movie. Nicholas Cage's character of Benjamin Franklin Gates, which right there hits you in the face. Just but asking to get beat up in he's junior high. Kind of a dick. And a dick to people that he likes, I assume. Like he's really mean to Justin Bartha's character. He throws his his intelligence around a lot. He does. And 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 and, and then he hooks up with the girl and he's nice to her. But only because he wants to tap that ass. But, like, 
but he's really kind of mean. She's also at the same level. Yeah, she's really Miss Smarty Pants, too. Yeah. And, Ooh, I know more than you. And then they have their little, like, they're arguing over, like, who wore what button and can, can whatever, conceptual? No. Conceptual? Nope, that's definitely not the word. Mm. Fuck it, some C Centennial? Word. There you go. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not it oh. either. <laughs> what is it when you, I thought when, I was when, you, when you get put in the office? Congressional. There you go. Congressional buttons. They're all talking about congressional buttons at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. But they were like basically verbal fucking at how who knows more about congressional medals That's the or whatever. nerdiest intercourse I've ever it's, heard It's of. just a thing. But you're right. They're like throwing around their smarts and Justin Bartha feels out of place because he's the everyday computer guy who did. But, you know, but, he's, he's, but I would feel that he could use his computer knowledge and throw it around too, but they don't care. No. Like, they're so on a different level of intelligence. And even when John Voight enters the movie as Nicolas Cage's father, even he is, like, on another level of intelligence, too. True, but, I mean... What's... What's what's his name? John Voight. No, 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 no. The the sidekick. Riley. The plucky sidekick. Riley. Riley. Okay, His real name's Justin Bartha, but we can call him Riley if you'd like for me to run out. Yeah, (laughs) Bartho is tough for me to remember. Okay. Riley... Uh, Riley just needs some school credit here. Riley is the equivalent of Darcy in Thor. Like, yeah, so, you don't know why he's attached to these other main characters. They don't he give him have, any history. He doesn't whatsoever. have a skill set that is akin to them. He has his own skill set, uh, which does come in handy mm-hmm. once, uh, but for the most part, is just the uh, the comedic plucky sidekick right yeah he is the Darcy of this movie uh, akin to Thor's Darcy you know me and you (laughs) but I like him though he's funny but but you're supposed to like him because but but my point is is he's a dick to him all the time though he is like you know and then when you know the one time that Riley kind of has the upper hand in knowing something and he's kind of like oh I want to savor the moment this is my you guys must feel like all the time you know He's still being an ass. It's just like, we don't have time for this. Yeah. He's like, you know what? This guy's been shot at. He was blown up with you. He stole the Declaration of Independence where he said it was a bad idea every moment, but still went along with it. Yeah. Here he's making He's a good the, pal. Yeah. And you're being a total cock yeah. for no reason it's, other than just to be a dick. It's just I anybody, just disagree with that. Anybody who's innately on. Cage's wavelength is just inferior. And that's yeah. kind of the dynamic is Cage is this superior... I don't even know if he's educated. I just assume so. Because he's, uh, he's probably... He's a doctorate in something. I assume, History, I would assume. He's probably an archaeologist, technically. It comes into play in part two. They mention what he does. Yeah. But he goes around like... Indiana Jones is an archaeologist. And I mean, they're kind of... Yeah, he's also similar roles. Professor Dr. Jones. He actually has a teaching degree and does stuff. Is it... Professor Jones? No, it's Dr. Jones. Dr. Professor Jones. No, he's Dr. Jones, and then Henry, his father, I believe, is Professor. So his father wasn't a doctor. I'm not positive. It's been a while since I sat through the last crusade. I mean, if I was a doctor, I'd totally keep the title. But they do say Dr. Jones, and they both turn around at one point. Yes. So, you know, both doctors. I love that movie. (laughs) Clearly we love it enough that we don't remember what the fuck he is, though. But I do know he's a doctor, because they always say Dr. Jones. You have no time for love, Dr. Jones. Remember, Short Round says it. Yes. I know Indy's Dr. Jones. I just started wondering about, you know, senior. Junior. But. 
So essentially, uh, they, they, the, they, the they, first clue we find is in the northern Arctic with Sean Bean, and it leads them to uh, to the conclusion that they need the Declaration of Independence. There's a secret map on the back. They turn on each other so fast in that scene, but it's a movie they got to keep the plot going. So I understand. Need to bad yeah, this but is, it this, is this is the first five. But minutes. it is very very funny though. In in looking at it from an outsider's perspective, looking at it, it's just kind of like it's like oh we need to steal the Declaration of Independence. No, well if you're not with us then you're against us. <laughs> it was like oh we're not even going to discuss Maybe. this. <laughs> okay, shoot shoot blow them up. But you know, but clearly, like Cage is the kind of guy who's got a mouth on him. He'd say some shit. Oh, I'd shoot so, him too. Yeah, you, yeah. you got it. You he's, had, he's an you asshole. Shut him up. Well, he does. He tries to tell everybody they're going to steal it. No one believes him. Yeah, it's true. You know, that's where because that's why he decides they have to steal the Declaration of Independence because they're history protectors, Ugh. which is a line that is it's really annoying. I somehow got legs of its own. I, okay, wait. Before, I have a question now. Yeah. If if you were to recast this movie, do you think it would be much better if it had a different lead? I think that might help it a lot, actually. The problem with I can't it think is... of anyone in the age demographic that is required, per se, that they could throw in there, but... I don't think you necessarily need an older cage Well, you type. need someone at least in their mid-30s to late... or mid, late, mid to late-30s or 40s just to have the knowledge... I don't think so. I think you do. I look. I just don't buy it. I if think he's in the thirties. I, I don't buy it. If Bradley Cooper was in this role, I wouldn't believe it. I don't know. But I think Bradley Cooper might be able to do it. I don't know. You you would have to change it. But the thing is, this movie conceptually they'd get Travolta. This movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's great. <laughs> this movie conceptually is um, kind of just this wacky play on history and. And kind of just it's just purely adventure movie yeah but it does talk it does it just show you I mean but it's very much the love of American history yeah I do I do shown off though I bet in the script or at least an earlier version of the script that was definitely there yeah now it's just like oh Philadelphia oh the bell yeah the the um the spirit of bell right the it's got a crack in it yeah whatever um, yeah, it's, it's it's like the Riddler set up a bunch of elaborate schemes and gags, and right. Batman's fumbling his way through it with Sean Bean close on his tail. You know, Sean Bean is the Joker. Riley, Riley is Robin. <laughs> um, Batgirl and Batman. Yeah, is. Batgirl, a blonde Batgirl. Stephanie Brown. Stephanie Brown, there it is, there it is. Okay, okay. And Sean Bean is the Joker. <laughs> Or maybe the penguin. Yeah, it's more like Two Face. <laughs> Ooh, Sean Bean would be a decent Two Face. I can I can dig that. Does he have an English uh, American accent? I'm sure he's an actor. They all have one somewhere. I don't believe everyone can do it. I think his is okay. Even hers was a little spotty. Sometimes. But they let you know that she was not American in dialogue. Just like Arnold Schwarzenegger's always from Austria. Yeah, but I because he doesn't have an English <laughs> or an American accent. Yeah, but she's doing such a good job, though, that I don't care. I do notice it, though. Diane Kruger is her name. I think I'm saying that right. But she's... I like her. I think I, I think that she's a strong female character as far as... Um, she's not a damsel in distress. I don't think she's actively, like, Lois laning it. She's not yeah. seeking out trouble to get into trouble. She is... And oh. her, her and Cage are kind of naturally building a, a chemistry. She's mm-hmm. not just... She's not purely smitten with him and following yeah. along on an adventure. She just happens to 
be in a certain situation where bad things may have occurred around her, therefore she gets involved. But she's not getting in the way. Yeah. As she's contributing. This, and... If this movie had been made in the 80s, she would be in the way. Yeah. Like, she'd be just a big-boobed girl running around like, oh, I don't know what to do, Dr. Jones, you know, and whatever. But, um... Shit, what's her name? We gotta be more specific. In, in Temple of Doom? It's like a boy's name. Willie. Willie. Yeah. 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 She's not Willie. <sighs> Strong-willed, but not a great female character, I guess. Like, she has a voice and an opinion for someone of the 40s, but like... Or 30s, actually. But like, I, I don't know about Willie. <laughs> like, clearly, she was the fuck of the week, and he never looked her up later in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she's annoying. I, I'm not saying she's not. I'm okay. just saying she's, she definitely isn't bringing anything to the table, except she was the girl at that moment. And then got... She got caught up, up in into, his antics. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. not anywhere near... Fucking Marion Ravencroft. Who is Raven Ravenwood? Ravencroft? Raven, I think it's Ravenwood. We'll just stick with Marion. Marion. We know that one for sure. Yeah. She is clearly the best. That's why she came back for the fourth one. I mean The what one? You know what I'm saying. Like if there was any <laughs> if there was any woman that was gonna come back and have yeah. married or whatever, it was gonna be her. Well, that and the other one died, so you can <laughs> and and Nazi. Mm, true. <laughs> Always bad. Yep. Hot, mm. so she was a hot. Oh. <laughs> you fell right into that bitch. I did. Shit. <laughs> she was Jenny Flex and uh, uh, oh, in the Bond, the movie? Bond flick. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Two claims of fame: Jenny Flex and Elsa. <laughs> Sidekick of the Robo. Yeah, surprisingly, both Nazis. In some weird way. Because remember, uh, Jenny Flex was a Nazi. Not Nazi, but she was working for him, and he was a Nazi. So, but you know, by proxy, Nazi. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> like, Makes sense. Nazis trickle down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of enjoy this movie on the the sheer fact that it is ridiculous. That's it's, it. It's, like I'm it's, not. I'm not gonna say it's the the best action adventure movie ever, but it's it's clearly not the worst because well, I have seen Sharon Stone's King Solomon Mines, this, which is awful. It 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 does amazing again to to the um, accidental comparison I made earlier of the Goonies. It does just take the these these characters who are likable uh, and just put them in these different set pieces that you know they have to solve a new riddle. Yeah. So, you know, they get stuck underground, they're crawling through tunnels. I'm not disagreeing with you. You're looking at me like I want a rebuttal, and I'm like, no. no like it's, it's, it's like Goonies, but not as good. It's a lot, it's a lot like Goonies. No yeah. pirates. It's all history instead of pirates. Um, no ships. Oh, there, there was a ship. A ship. <laughs> yeah. And, and bones. <laughs> yeah, Lots of bones. But they didn't have to play the bones, though. <laughs> no, they didn't have to play the bones. No, bone, no skulls had one eye. <laughs> no jokes about being flat. Mm. Pun dog. But I think the movie has some interesting choices being made as far as um, the filmmaking is concerned. Um, mm. Especially, I like the sets. I didn't feel mm. there was a lot of CG in this. I mean, there obviously was in certain scenes, but mostly background stuff. There's no special yeah. effects as far as they're not fighting a monster. Yeah. You know, they're tomb raiding, but they're not 
it's, it's, unearthing a monkey monkey mummy to attack you know the hot chick I mean not to keep kind of going back to indie but there's no like big indie traps no that we have to kind of avoid indie also fights monsters so it's like you kinda know true which is just another thing for uh, people couldn't seem to uh, <laughs> why well, he can't clearly fight the aliens he fought a mummy in one why has he got to fight all of them though because he's that Jones and he's awesome why, why does he why, why, why do we have to discover the, 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 the fact that magic exists God is real oh and there's aliens I think once you realize God is real everything else is kind of like oh alright whatever <laughs> you can't top that I I really like. Remember, we had a conversation over beer one night about what if the devil showed up and tried to take your soul? Because it all started with that weird commercial with Willem Dafoe trying oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, want to sell me your soul for the car, and yeah. you're just like, okay, for one, the devil shows up and tries to buy your soul. Automatically, you're like, oh, I guess they're real. Then no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because before, no proof. Now I have physical as proof that there's a devil who wants yeah. my soul. If there's you, then there's the other guy. Therefore, everything I've been lied to is now real. <laughs> I changed my whole perspective as as, of life. As soon as somebody <laughs> comes up to you willing to make a deal to give you physical property <laughs> for your soul, then yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's the devil, which automatically makes God real. I, it's like everything changes from that yes, point on does. for it me. Really I'm, like, does. I'm like, like I don't know, but I know Yang get my soul now because yeah. apparently it's worth something. Yeah. <laughs> the I, I I do think they're making some interesting choices as far as the filmmaking, though. I do think they thought about it. The sets are good. Yeah, I think it's the, well crafted. It is though. Though the spiraling wooden staircase of doom is—it's an interesting scene. It's not as you know heart-wrenchingly exciting. Like you, I never once for a minute thought they were going to lose one of the main, one of the four main yeah. characters. You know, it's like that joke. In the this, stakes are never that big. Yeah, it's like the joke in the Family Guy. We got all four main characters of the ship. I think we're okay. Yeah. You know, it's a fair assessment for the movie. I, I there's um. I like the treasure room design is interesting with the fire, you know that. Oh, it was a neat trick when it when it lights you know, up. No, it's a neat thing. Yeah, and I like the 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 the, the sheer fact that uh, that Cage and Riley, just two guys, can steal the Declaration of Independence is kind of insane. It is. Um, I yes, I'm not going to disagree and, with that statement. And not, I wouldn't say easily. They do a little bit of prep work. At least a day is. Yeah, at least a day where yeah. uh, Riley hooks into their their camera line. Wait, it's come on, it's a movie. Like, and, and they and don't then, have it's not Mission Impossible. They don't have Luther in the van doing a really cool shit. They've got the white guy who's gonna the little guy. He's gonna hook into a line. You're right. It yeah. is ridiculous that he could easily walk into that the, specific building in Washington D.C. Cut a hole in their computer walk, line and hook into walk it. Right up to the Declaration of Independence yeah. and just start manhandling it like that. Well, you can walk up to it in real life. But you can't touch it. No, not you it. You can touch you the glass you it's can't, on. You can't pick up the frame it's in. No, you cannot. Do you can <laughs> it's it's in like some kind of safe cleaning room and then all of those cleaners get um like they leave for a reason I can't remember anymore. Uh, he made it hot. That was to get it to 
Well, their shift down. was over. It was in safe room. They don't need to stay there overnight and watch it. Somebody should always have eyes. Well, on they the did. But remember, he made the computer so it would not no, no, no. show the physical thing? eyes. Oh, oh, okay. You're saying a guard should be there all the time. <laughs> there there should right. be a guard watching the Declaration of Independence at all times. All right. Just want to clarify. I understood that correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, whatever I don't know man I, I saw it once I don't remember too much about it I'll be honest it was very underwhelming mm. and that may stem from the fact that I was a 14 year old kid on a school tour that didn't give a fuck about history at that time mm. I may care a little bit more now but doubtful because it, it also looked tough to read it, it that's faded. really it's faded a lot like yeah. other than we the people well, I don't even think that's not even that's the constitution but the, preamble. the the big thing at the top that says rights. Declaration of Independence yeah, yeah, yeah. and the John Hancock it's kind of there's not much else really going on it's been it's written on the wall above it so if you really want to read it you got the big letter yeah, yeah, right yeah. in I went to Washington I found a lot of that stuff very interesting but the stuff that I personally would wanted to do they didn't do on the tour you know, like, we didn't get to go to the Washington Monument. We saw it because, you know, big white penis in the middle of the fucking city. But still, I was like, oh, that'd be neat to see. We only spent, like, eight hours at the Smithsonian. You can spend, like, eight weeks. Yeah. You know, that was interesting. We didn't go into the White House, so, you know. Well, that's a whole separate trip. Yeah. We saw that where they make the money, and I was just like, okay. Yeah. The Mint. The think, Mint? Yeah. Where they mint things. I was just like, all right. Cool. Yeah. It took us to one of those living history things. Annoying. Oh, were there the actors? Annoying. Yeah. And, and the being that my parents did stuff like that, really annoying. <laughs> like, this is old news. When's the South going to rise up? <laughs> and it was also, we were in Virginia in like August. Mm. So Muggy. good. Uh, that was the first time I experienced humidity. <laughs> I didn't know what it yeah. was. We I'd heard that word. We don't have humidity out here. We, now and then, but nothing hardcore. Uh, no, not really. I lived yeah. in Florida. I know humidity. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, it was the first time. Walked off that plane, it was like... Some, it was like Something's in my mouth. It was like... It's the air, honey. <laughs> Breathe it in. It was like heat miser hit me in the balls. <laughs> just like, I was like, the fuck is this shit? Why isn't it not normal? <laughs> Why would you live here? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Declaration of Independence scene is them stealing it is ridiculous because it also leads to clearly that's not how the Declaration works, where it has a giant tube that flows to the bottom. <laughs> then again, I don't know. Maybe it does, but I feel that they would uh, they would not allow a movie to show the secrets. <laughs> true, true. For example, Air Force One, the movie. I'm pretty sure. If there is secret passages on it, I don't think the movie is the reason to watch it. <laughs> it's like, oh, we, we studied. We watched that movie. We now can take over that plane. Twice. <laughs> twice. We watched it twice. <laughs> and then we watched Passenger 57 just for funsies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, they go to the Liberty Bell and mm -hmm. they have their little chase kind of... It's where he gets the uh, steampunk glasses of fuck. And he, like, does the whole ocular... Yeah, the Constitution becomes 3D. Declaration of Independence. Yes. It's the other one. It's the other other one. There's the Bill of Rights, the Declaration of Independence, and the Constitution. Apparently, three separate parchments. <laughs> well, the Bill of Rights, I think, precedes the Constitution. Uh, you and know the what? Declaration of Independence is what begins it. I'll be honest. Don't care. I'm trying don't to... Don't know anymore. My patriotism my stops there. 10th grade American history. <laughs> it's been a while. Mm. Been a long yeah. while. <laughs> yeah. 
I just get more interested in the stuff that comes later. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. Like yeah. the like World War II. late eighteen hundreds to nineteen hundreds and on. That's the stuff that interests me more. Yeah, Jack the Ripper. In America. Oh, I like all the London stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side, right? It's where the history comes from. One of Eddie Izzard says. The cunning use of a flag took over the world. I love it. It's more interesting. He's genius. Uh, the Liberty Bell scene is... Uh, I guess that's the biggest action beat in the movie, aside the um, the spiraling staircase of doom. I'd say the first and the, and the last. The, the, the declaration... And the the final kind of yeah, descent think, into you into think the, them stealing the, the um, declaration is more action packed than the Liberty Bell chase? Yeah, that's fair. Like the 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 Liberty Bell, both teams of Sean Bean and Nicolas Cage are pretty separated. The good history collectors <laughs> and the bad history collectors. The the, the, the history protectors <laughs> versus the history, the history stealers. stealers. <laughs> um, although Sean Bean, yeah, is, you kind of you kind of made. Um, He's a kind a of a case for yeah. him being not a bad dude. Um, essentially, Sean Bean wants the treasure. He wants the treasure, and that that's he just wants money. That's all he's in this for. That's yeah. why he's funding Nicolas Cage in the beginning. That's why he's on this crazy adventure because this is the biggest treasure of all treasures in the history of treasure. Yeah, um, he wants the money and all the yeah, glory. He doesn't really <laughs> care for the the history stuff. Fortune so, and glory, fortune and glory. That's true. Uh, so essentially, um, yes, he's shady, but in but the way I see his character is that uh, if there was a way around stealing the Declaration of Independence, he'd try it. But as soon as it doesn't work out that way, he'll shoot somebody. Yeah, and that's I think I lo- you kind of lose me a little bit on him being like a good, not, not good, good, but like like. He's, he's, he's in the gray area, but I'm like, he was willing to shoot our hero. He's chaotic neutral. So it was just kind of like, oh, well, you're kind of a bad dude, you know? He's, like, yeah, he's, he's not good, and I guess Cage is enough of a thorn in his side that he has to go to kind of extreme measures to uh, to, to deal with him. I mean, and by the end, it just kind of pushes him farther and farther. Now, speaking of thorns in the side, John Voight. John as Nicholas Cage's father in this, uh, I, I assume Benjamin Cage Senior. Uh, yeah. If he had a name, I didn't catch it. And also, uh, didn't really care. Franklin Delano. <laughs> but like, you got John Voight's character who does not believe his son whatsoever. Thinks that his son is bonkers. Yeah. Thinks of his, and, dad, and his was dad was bonkers. Was bonkers. Yeah. And and he still is. I, I kind of. They're a family of history buffs. No, no, no. What I'm, I mean, yeah, that is true. What I'm, what I'm getting at is, I feel that even when they're standing in the treasure room, it still takes him thirty seconds to go like, "Okay, you were right." No, like, he wasn't. He he admits that he's kind of well. In I mean, well, in the foyer, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. like, but there is that moment where even when they're going down the the stairwell of doom, he was still kind of like, "Look, we're just here because these crazy people want our." I think he turns real quick once they get the map on the back of the Constitution. Yeah, he's. Be, I did it again. The the uh, the um, declaration. declaration. Yeah. <laughs> that was Listen, a funny. I don't remember a schoolhouse rock for the fucking uh, declaration. I do think there was a funny scene though with them trying to um, get the, the 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 invisible map with 
on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and they got this the lemons, and I like when John Voight kind of, oh, what kind of paper is this? And he sees what it is and kind of freaks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good moment. That's where I was just like, all right, you have an Oscar. Um, mm. Now, who is awesome in this movie? <laughs> who I think we are not spending enough time no, with. No, Frank no, let's, is let's talk Harvey about Keitel. It. Yeah. <laughs> One, why are you in this movie? <laughs> but two, he has very little screen time for, he, I want for an actor of his caliber. But when you find it, when he kind of alluded that he's a Freemason, kind of working in the government, kind of, that's what the ring was at the end. That was the symbol of the Freemason. Oh, I didn't catch that. There you go. So uh, I'm helping oh, you out. I want to know more about his character. Like He should he should have come back for the sequel. I, okay. Come on. Cage I, and Kaitel? Honestly, I don't remember if he's not in the sequel. No, because oh. it's Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Cage and Kaitel. Well, I want they, to see a series of movies with just the two of them. It is funny, though. Because Kaitel were, can go off the reservation. Yes, and and it's funny that they're both in this, and they both were in Bad Lieutenant. The original was Kaitel, and the remake was with Nick Cage. I've never seen either one. No, you don't need to. Okay. I'm just saying, that's where both of them go insane as far as acting goes. Mm. Like that's Both of those movies have been on exquisite acting on the <laughs> Kevin Smith show. Like, um Yes, I think Kaitel is amazing, but we were talking in the movie that Kaitel has got a swagger about him that yeah. no matter what role he's in, he is always Mr. Wolf. Yeah. From Pulp Fiction. And it just that's how I always see the dude though. Like anytime I see him, I'm like, that's not that's super the wolf. That's smart, the wolf, man. Sharp. Is it Wolf or Mr. Wolf? I think it's the Wolf. The, the Wolf. I respect him. I give him Mr. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I respect my elders. I appreciate what they've done for me. He's really good in um, the Grand Buddha test. Grand Budapest? Buddha Buddha. <laughs> Buddha Buddha. <laughs> the Grand Buddha, the Buddha Budapest Hotel. He has a small role in that. Unrecognizable until you click because he's shaved everything. Like his uh, head, his beard, his goat. And like he's just got these. He's a prison guy. Prison guys. He's got tattoos all over yeah. him. It took me about two seconds into the scene. Until he like, opens his mouth. I was like, who the fuck is that guy? And then he was just like, I was like, oh my God, that's Kaitel. Like he has a very specific voice you can always recognize. Yeah, yeah. And Jay Moore does it very well. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as he started talking, I went to the Jay Moore impersonation in my head and giggled. Um, But I like Kaitel in this for his small has been, you know, not has been, it's not the right term, but small whatever role that he comes in plays. Almost cameo. It's a little bigger than a cameo. Yeah. I mean, it's it's and Harvey Keitel. Yeah. It's a feature. Yeah. It's a feature. Ad. Um, feature but I player. think he's good in the role for what he does. I, I buy him as a, as an FBI leader, though. Yeah. Like, but he's done that role before. So, you know, you assume. But, but he also, like, right away you buy him as this, uh, like, stealing the Declaration of Independence should be like, the, the 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 crime that combines all forms of police authority together, like everybody uh, is, is on it, and it's just kind of him. Uh, but I think he's FBI. He's FBI. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, he's that, oh, go ahead, he's always willing to reasonably hear out Cage's story. I think that stems from him one being a good cop, seeing yeah. that there's more going on than what is on the surface. But two, I think because he's a fucking Freemason. Yeah, yeah. I think if he wasn't a Freemason, he could easily turn into the stereotypical dick cop that yeah. we've come to know from movies. You know, um, his. I like his in his. I like his end scene with him and Cage discussing terms. Mm-hmm. You know, I want this, and you're going to do this kind of stuff. It's funny. You know, they get Sean Bean in the end. Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yeah, you know, the bad guy's got to go down. That's, yeah. that's how it is. 
Not to mention, like, you can't leave him... You can't leave Sean Bean dangling in the wind because once he realizes there's no treasure, he's going to come back for yeah, all the banks. And he's going to be bad. Yeah, and yeah. he's going he's gonna to go all the way bad and just kill him. Yeah, it's the Gateses. Gateses. Bankses. I know. I know. You're really tired to see. I was, you know, I was bad before the podcast even started. <laughs> they don't know how many pauses I've had to edit yeah. out of this because your brain is Bless not. Your heart. You're not firing on all cylinders. I want my second tonight. coffee of the day. <laughs> you're just like, what? What? We watched a movie. We did a thing, right? Um, did it, I steal the declaration? I mean, they went as far as to make a sequel. You know. National Treasure 2 mm-hmm. Book of Shadows which I honestly no just, Book of Secrets I honestly did not understand the need for another one well because it made like 300 million dollars that's the need I there's, guess. there's nothing behind it yeah, that's yeah, it yeah. right there uh, were in another they story. did leave it open for a part three, but you know, because I'm a completist, I'm just like, so we ever gonna get that part three to figure <laughs> out the end of the fucking story? Like, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not losing sleep overnight. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying it would be nice to have the end of the story. But um, let's let's talk about the real co-star of the movie, Nicholas Cage's wig. <laughs> it was almost a character unto itself. It it, it was it, big. It was big. It did have a poof to it that was very it's very cage yes I'm, oh it was one of his that he made <laughs> them pay collection. for like, like, he was like he rented to it. them for the, for I've been the... needing a new one uh, I, I, I the, the, the wet one is the worst of the movie though because yeah, you can clearly see it like the sideburns the, the have been glued a little on glistened yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little glisten to it. Like that like fake fruit at Christmas. Yes. With that it's got a dew on it. <laughs> yes. yeah, but it's dusty, so it doesn't really shine. It's always, always But dusty. it is. Has he gone full bald in a movie? He has to at this point, right? Not that I've ever seen. I've, he's always had this kind of hair yeah. with like the receding hairline, kind of the two kind of temple right, hairlines right. going back. Um, Do you think he'll ever just fuck it and be like, "Look, I'm bald," and here, like, like, will he ever go to Willis, where he'll just accept it and become? I don't think he'd look good with, without a little hair, though. His hair always looks bonkers. Um, I kind of, honestly, I don't 100 percent buy that he's even wearing a wig. Like it did, like that one scene did look bad. Yeah, and his hair does look weird and unnatural. But it's because it's a wig. I don't know. No, it's a wig. <laughs> then, then he has no hair. That's what I'm saying. Either just Travolta. I, I don't think he has no hair. Well, I think he maybe he's got back hair, and I don't <laughs> mean on his back. I mean like the back of his head. <laughs> he's Italian, of course he has back hair. But I'm just saying, like you know, it's the you know the like a monk, <laughs> a monk braided ponytail on the back of his head. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm tired. But like, like okay, Travolta clearly has no hair, and, and I know you didn't watch the Oscars. No. In HD, it was amazing. It was just like, they zoomed in on it. You're like, oh my God, there's people living in it. Like, like, like there was a small village there was a, up a there. A Smurf came out and said, <laughs> said hello. It was very pleasant. That was before he introduced Adele Dazeem. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's up there and you're like, oh my God. But like, that's what I think, as much as Willis is nuts and, you know, egomaniac, at least when 
Willis realized he was losing his hair, he's like, fuck it, I can look okay bald. And yeah. you know what? He does look okay bald. He does. Oh, sure. But, I mean, I could, I guess you could use Patrick Stewart as an example as well, but he was already kind of bald as Picard. He just I've had a little, he just had a little hair on the sides. Dune. He's got hair in, in Dune. In the original Dune, he has hair. Now, like I, all the way? I think it's a wig, but nevertheless, it is hair because it's reddish and it is off putting oh because he walks in and I was just like, oh my God, that's Captain Picard with hair. <laughs> Could Picard have been a ginger? I I I don't know. I mean, I said it was reddish, but that's why it leads me to believe it may have been a wig. True, but I mean, w- without doing an internet search, that sure I we don't could have done. I think he probably had brown hair. Maybe, Maybe Auburn. Maybe he could have been blonde for all we know. Was it? Um, me and my father the other night were watching North by Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been going through a classic. Anyone following me on Twitter knows I'm going through a classic phase right now. Martin Landau is in that movie. Yeah. In his like, thirties, thirties or twenties. Like, oh it wow, is, it is. One he kind of he plays a real creepy character in the movie. Yeah, he yeah. like he looks like Buffalo Bill. It's really creepy, but. It had occurred to me, like um, um, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen and stuff like that, they've always been old in my mind. Yeah, like, I've like, never seen them right. And young, so I've ever. never seen Martin Lando young because yeah. I always know him as Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood. <laughs> he was old, or he was, you know, even when he was on fucking Mission Impossible, he was old. Yeah. So you, to see him in this 1950s movie world on screen, I was just like, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> like that's. Yes, everybody's young at one point. <laughs> like, it's like it's like when you see um, old photos of Ian McKellen like doing Shakespeare in the fifties and sixties, and you're like, oh my god, who the, the fuck is that? Oh my god, that's Magneto. Seeing really um, young, <laughs> even even um, Shatner. Seeing Shatner in Twilight Zone. Oh my god, is yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, because like by the time he gets to Star Trek, where everyone really kind of remembers him from, he's like in his like mid to late thirties. Yeah, yeah. So, and he kind of looks like he's got human miles on mm-hmm. him you know he looks like a person yeah um yeah but you watch those black and white twilight zones you're like yeah, that's a young so young yeah it's weird to because in our i mean with the time that we were born in the 70s and 80s or whatever these people were they were already old they were in their 50s yeah. you know now they're in their 80s and it's just like oh jesus christ yeah. I, it, <laughs> there was a time yeah, it is weird to look at it it, it it also brings you know to question like these people that we really do admire like ian mckellen or shatner uh patrick stewart you know their time is coming it, 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 oh, is, it right. is like the oh. one like Stan Lee I just, like yeah. it is it's gonna happen it's within gonna, the next it's, five years it's I gonna imagine be bad. and it will be bad because he is almost 90 years old or he just turned I think 90. he just turned 90 yeah so just, it's just December it's like you don't want them to go no. but life happens gonna it's happen. gonna happen yeah. I would love it if if I would love it if when Stan Lee passes well one I hope it's not something tragic he just kind of Goes and he rides off in, in his, the sunset, in sleep. you know, in a sleep or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, clearly Marvel Comics will probably put a black banner on most of their books yeah, for at yeah. least that month. All I their think, books. I think it should be for year. a year, but yeah. they'll do it for a month. I think it'd be really classy if everybody did it. Yeah, like image, if Image and Dark DC Horse, and they DC, were just like, everybody. well, we're going to represent because this is a man who has this a, is legacy. a legend in in the industry, yeah. not just not just one, one. but the current climate over there, doubtful. <laughs> I I think they I think they probably would. I'm like I don't remember Batman doing anything big for Bob Kane's death. Hmm. So it's like you know, and he created Batman, and you don't really Partially. hear about <laughs> that's drama. <laughs> that Superman drama is some shit. 
The Bill, the Bill oh, Finger drama? Oh my god. The, 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 oh, you know what? Shut the fuck up on no. Just enjoy it. No. <laughs> the But it is a shame that these these old actors that we appreciate and love aren't they eventually going to go. And do it you, is sad. But Do you, you, think, know. Do you think Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart uh, will both go peacefully together in a bed holding hands like The Notebook? No, I don't even want to see that, man. <laughs> I'm sure they've taken a photo <laughs> like that because they're weird, but... <laughs> Those two girlfriends are... No, no. They're going to go out butch and Sundance style. <laughs> out, acting, Louise. out acting each other, doing Shakespeare on like the London stage. <laughs> they both die on stage. Doing Hamlet. Both doing Hamlet, yes. <laughs> They're having a Hamlet off. Now... Yes, if they were to both go over the Enterprise, <laughs> like Thelma Louise style, yeah, it'd be nice, but it's not needed. Um, how do we get here? <laughs> we were talking about how old Landau always was. Yeah, fuck, it doesn't matter. Anyway, tra- National Treasure, you know, watch this for your uh, 4th of July. It's all patriotic and shit, and it uh, teaches kids about history. American history. It does. America. America. Um... I mean, growing up, I kind of feel we always had the most boring history. But that's well, yeah, because it's only 200 yeah, years it's, old. It's kind of because it's all just so recent relative yeah. to everything else. I mean, that's why I like World War II history, because it brings in the other guy. <laughs> the other guy. I, honest, honestly, I So does the Revolutionary War. Uh, that was kind of big. Yeah, but they're not really like villains. <laughs> Nazis are always good villains. <laughs> they did human experiments. Ugh. Villains. Like... <laughs> Monsters. Yeah, they're monsters. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, it's something Zom- to fight. Zombies and zombies and Nazis are are e- the equals of each other. Yeah, Wolfenstein. I know what's yeah. up. Combined them both. How was that game? I'm only thirty minutes in. So so far, awesome. All right, you got it. You got it here first. The first thirty minutes of Wolfenstein, pretty good. Don't know what's happening yet. Yeah, I have some I have some issues with some of the controls. Mm. <laughs> for for one, everything's really tiny. Like all the words are really tiny. I was like, look, this is a PS4, motherfuckers. I should be able to see that shit. Great. <laughs> if you got a great HD TV, I do, and that's why I'm irritated. Yeah, it's the yeah. itty bitty living space. Knock that shit off. I had to get up and walk to the screen today to see what it said. I was like, there has to be a setting somewhere I'm missing. <laughs> sure, we don't need new glasses, there, buddy. Shut up. <laughs> what did I put on child set binoculars? <laughs> oh, but like classy ones, like at the opera. Oh well, yeah, clearly because mm. I'm. Classy motherfucker, <laughs> your classy date. Yeah, I wear With my your own opera. Look, when I go when I go out, I wear my classy Daisy Dukes. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what's more frightening that statement. One, I leave the house, or two, I have classy Daisy Dukes. The Daisy Dukes. I'm pretty sure everybody will agree is the more disturbing <laughs> statement of the two. Is that what you call? No, that's that's the woman cutoff jean, obviously, because Daisy Duke wore them. But what do they call the men one? Hipster jeans. Oh, well, then fuck them. <laughs> National treasure. <laughs> Not hipster jeans. Uh, so if you've seen National Treasure, or if you think there should be a third one, do you want to know what's in the Book of Secrets on page 46? I know, I kind of do. But, uh, you know, you can uh, write us at Gmail and find us on the Twitter and the G... What's the other thing we do? Facebook. Facebook. And iTunes. That's where you can find us. <laughs> iTunes for podcasts, Facebook for talking to us. Also, Twitter if you like to say things very briefly. That's why I don't like it. 
I want to say it's more. kind of annoying. Yeah. <laughs> now that you're making me use them more, yeah. yeah. That's that's why I don't do it. I speak like a like a foreigner <laughs> doesn't speak good English. <laughs> Anybody who heard the last podcast knows I can't be brief. <laughs> I only know how to be long winded. I can't fit everything into 142 characters. <laughs> I don't think they should. I think um, commas and all that should not be a character. <laughs> it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Because uh... I like proper uses of English, so I yeah, put all that. I like in. to spell things correctly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a 17 year old that knows how to abbreviate things quite well yet. <laughs> I once. I once got called out. I was messaging uh, a friend of mine, um, and uh, he says. Uh, he said. Hey, uh, just put three sentences together in one in one send. I'm like, all right. And the quick fox jumps over the red bunny, whatever. Right. Uh, I put sentences together, and he looks at it. He goes, "You double space after a period." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's because you're supposed to." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna uh, lower myself to these internet standards. <laughs> I know the difference between there, there, and there. Yeah, and if you have a good computer, it does it for you. Oh. <laughs> All right, that was us for this week. Uh, come back next week. Uh, July is going to be kind of a weird month. It's Comic-Con, so we're not really here brain-wise. Nope. nope. We are there already. Yeah, in the heat. In brain, in spirit. Standing in line. Next to Fat Thor. Fat, fat Thor. Well, it's either Fat Thor or Fat Slave Leia. Either one, appropriate to talk to. They're all appropriate to talk to. I disagree. I think they're all amazing beautiful unique snowflakes that's cool you go have your snowflake I'll judge in the corner because <laughs> I don't want to talk to people <laughs> stupid people <laughs> barely like talking to you <laughs> I know this is it what you hear people this is the exact hour of hangout we do once a week <laughs> three hours tops two hour movie mm. <laughs> podcast that's it he can't uh, stand another minute of me alright we will see you next week yeah